oh my god i'm so like i mm-mm, I, I will never be an actress because i cannot do that because i'm like are you kidding me you want me to do what i did it a few times and i was like i don't think i can continue this is too weird it's super weird it's, too weird. it's super weird and we just want to feel want to be real yeah we hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the, the vicious, vicious virgos i'm ilana i'm jacqueline and today we're going to be talking about our favorite cosmic couples aka the best couples in the zodiac in our opinion You've been asking for it. Yep. We didn't really want to do a compatibility episode. No, we didn't. So instead, we're just picking our favorites. And it's going to be based off of sun signs because that's easiest for us and we don't have all night. <laughs> so you're going to have to deal. <laughs> Would you like to start with the horoscope? Of course. Compatibility thing? Okay. According okay. to CoStar, today, Jacqueline B., you need to exercise your charm while Ilana the Virgo is learning how to think for themselves. They're not saying the right things to you today. Outlaw the phrase, on the other hand, tolerate misunderstandings. Okay. Thanks, CoStar, <laughs> for trying to cause trouble in my relationship. <laughs> well, How? Be, well, no, I think to be fair, like we've, um, I mean, well, we're like literally in bed with each other. We work together. We yeah. live, we're living together right now. Yeah. Uh, our office is our home. Um, it's really healthy. I highly recommend it. I don't at all. <laughs> uh, I mean, literally the furthest we get away from each other is when she goes into the other room. <laughs> well, when she goes on a date and then I'm like, I miss you. Come on. <laughs> literally after five minutes of being gone, she goes, we have a problem. I'm like, I have a problem. And then she goes, I feel the same way. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to come home. Can yeah. I do that instead? Because everyone's gross. Oh my God. So Ilana, do you want to, do you want to take the lead on this and start us off strong? Yeah. We're going to go back and forth with the cosmic couples that we like. And I'm going to throw in one surprise one that you don't know about. And yeah, we're going to talk about the good couples, not the worst couples. That will be another episode. I want to be very clear about that. Yes. These are our favorites. Okay. We're going to start off strong with Aquarius and Leo, which is one of my favorite couples by far. So the attraction is always really great in relationships of opposing signs, as we know. And it is probably the greatest in a relationship of Leo and Aquarius. And opposing signs means that, what does that mean? That's like us and Pisces. Yes. Opposite the wheel, baby. Yeah. Opposites attract. So Leo is the king of the entire Zodiac and Aquarius is obviously very independent. So interestingly, the attraction and the passion between these two lies on the axis of sun's rule and detriment, which is really cool. So they basically have a a fire between them, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're thinking of it, it's like right on the... Right on, mm-hmm. right on the hemisphere line. Like a really strong electric yeah. attraction. Their sex life is a struggle, a fight, and an incredible experience for both. Liberating yet warm and passionate, central, but still really interesting. So that's something that I really liked because it shows that they have like a very versatile, eccentric sex life, which they both really need in order to stay stimulated and to want to stay together. <laughs> stimulated. Yeah. <laughs> so when they find true emotion, Aquarius will actually respect Leo, which is a really big deal because Aqua doesn't respect anyone. Nobody. As you know, nobody. nobody. So those things seem great, but there is an important thing to note here. Both Aqua and Leo represent the access of Neptune's exaltation and fall so they struggle with trust and defining the relationship which we know is a big deal with aquarius yes that's something they need to work on and they need to have very clear communication and to be honest leo probably is the one that needs to guide that yeah i can't see aqua doing that i they're not going to take the upper hand we will see they're too quiet yeah they're way too quiet so they're both heroic signs That means that they both want to be impressionable and impactful. So if they fight for the same cause, that could be a really cool way for them to bond. And frankly, that would make a really cool power duo. So if they are like both into, um, I don't know, like a cause, like 
uh, cancer awareness or animal activism or environment, whatever it is that they can champion together, that's going to really bond them and they need that meaningful connection. Aquarius really needs that and that's going to be important too because Leo doesn't always, you know, they like to do things that are a little bit more fun, quote unquote, and so that's something that they... Yeah, will, they're going to... They're Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a struggle. They're going to be... The, they're, you know what? Leo's going to be the party planning committee. Yes. That's what's going to happen. Totally. Yes. Yeah. They're like, nope, it's okay. I'll get the ribbons. I'll do all of this. Great for parenting. Like, yeah, yes. co-parenting. So yes. Leo is ruled by the sun. So they bring a lot of clarity to Aquarius's life. And Aquarius is totally cool with change and gets excited by lots of things, which keeps Leo on their toes and makes them feel excited too. Because we know that in a relationship, Leo needs a lot of excitement constantly. They're very idealistic and they need someone that kind of like dotes on them and worships them. Aquarius isn't going to do that necessarily, but they are going to make Leo think that they're doing that and they're going to make them really excited. And so Leo is going to be chasing them around like, oh my God, this person's so exciting. Leo is what Aqua needs to find love. Leo loves very hard and Aqua needs that because, well, they don't really get love, do they? <laughs> so they really, really need that. And Leo will basically melt Aqua's ice away. Kind of sad, but it's true because Aqua is really confusing and they're not that emotional. And I think they really need a sign that will kind of, I don't want to say suffocate them, but I feel like squeeze it out of them. Well, yeah. Well, like Leos are known for pushing buttons because yeah. they want, they're the drama queen. They want that response. They want that reaction. They're like, you need to feel something yep. and I need to see that you're feeling it. So I'm going to push every button that I know about you and Leo's going to find it. And Aqua has a temper. Yeah, They have it and they can channel it any way that they want. So these two are great together. They represent creativity, drive, imagination. They both need to learn to let go of the image that they have of themselves and about each other, of course, because they both have egos, but they will be the missing puzzle piece for one another if they can look at you know, how they can fill each other's voids and, 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 you if know, they can all even recognize stuff. the fact that they could be a better partner. <laughs> yes. And they could be the missing puzzle piece, I guess, for one another essentials. Yes. So that's yes. important. Uh, what do we give this match? First of all, before you dive in, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with a nine. Okay. I agree with a nine. Yeah. And why? Um, I enjoy the free spirit that Leo has. I think they're going to draw Aquarius out of its shell because yeah. I feel like Aquarius can easily get um they, they can be kind of a hermit yeah bogged down by yeah. like essentialism yeah exactly yeah. and so I think that having that level of spontaneity and excitement will really it's just gonna it's like a mood booster like I love being around Leo's like they always yeah. it's always like exciting and you know they're usually like super outgoing and really positive and I always yeah, like definitely leave and I'm like, good oh, I feel so much better right but also I think that Aquarius's intellect is going to stimulate Leo to where they're like, I need to learn more. Yeah. And I don't think that's bad. I think they respect Aquarius. And I think Aquarius is so stimulating for Leo that Leo sticks around. But I also think that Aquarius, as we know from dating them, they <laughs> disappear really easily because they get really bored. Mm -hmm. or And then they'll come back around. Or they jump to conclusions because that's what they do. And with a Leo, they can't really do any of that because a Leo is kind of all over the place and they're so enamored with them that they don't really know how to read them. And I think that that's what interests them about Leo. Yeah. I think in a relationship, they would do really well together. I think sexually it would be awesome. <laughs> really exploratory. <laughs> Lots of like costumes. I I think they're great. Yeah. And I like Leo. I always say it's a... It's a marathon, though, not a sprint, Leo. That's all I'm going to say about that. But <laughs> I think that Aquarius would be really honest with them about that and would not be worried about hurting their ego. And no. Aquarius, and Aquarius, like, they in return need someone that's going to stroke their ego, and Leo would do that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. so this is a match I'm very, very, very keen on and I think is a very positive match. 
Granted, the other placements in your chart are very important here. Yes. Remember, this is just sun signs. Yes. And I don't really want to get too much into what doesn't work about this couple, but I will say one thing as my, my advice, the communication with this couple can get a little bit confusing because you are complete opposites. One is very, you're both, I would say you're both kind of extroverted. Sure. But one processes emotions very deep down and secretively and one processes them very loudly and openly. So you need to have really good communication to explain your feelings to each other and what your expectations are, or you're going to have a really volatile relationship. It's going to be very confusing, which is what always happens with opposing signs. So that is my take on that one. What is your, your, uh, first pick, I should say. My first pick. Now this should come as no surprise as I've brought this up multiple times (laughs) on our podcast. Okay. I love Gemini and Libra. Oh yeah. Okay. Don't have to date me. It's great. (laughs) Yay. So, so the reason it's like Gemini is like so opinionated, right? And Libra takes things like super personally. So I feel like (laughs) This Understatement is, of a century. Okay. So like Libra is super sensitive to, you know, criticism and they'll be able to recognize it even when Gemini has like no idea what they're, you know, what they're imagining. They're like, okay, whatever. But I feel like they can, their communication is actually going to like kind of lack some tolerance. Um, Gemini often presents themselves as someone who knows everything. Yeah. And, they can be really And hurtful. I think Libra can see this as our need to prove intellectual dominance. Yeah. So I can see them having really stimulating conversations but sometimes I feel like they're on two different wavelengths so because yeah, Gemini's pro- trying to prove a point Libra just trying to have a freaking conversation exactly exactly not everything is a battle do you like that I do you like that I start this off with like a negative trait yeah so yay <laughs> <laughs> so they're both air signs right okay so they're automatically going to have a good mental connection and verbal understanding when it comes to sex I think they're both super free to communicate that, what bothers them, what satisfies them. I mean, Gemini is going to charm the shit out of Libra because that's what Gemini does, right? So Libra is automatically going to be like, oh, my fragile ego is okay. Yeah, it's lifted. Like, you do think I'm pretty. You do think I'm smart. They're a little bit naive and a little bit vulnerable. I will say that. But I feel like their main goal of their sex life is to balance out their emotions, right? So Libra can be like super indecisive, but Gemini won't have a problem thinking about like different approaches and finding new techniques or words or adventures or, I mean, you know what Gemini are like. I mean, I think there'd be a lot, a lot of dirty talk in that scenario in order to get Libra out of their head. Oh, yes. And Gemini just likes all that weird manipulation stuff, which I like too. Gemini is so good at it. It's They're so good at it. Yeah, it's, it's like they've read a book on how to do it or oh. they wrote the book probably, to be they, honest. You know what? There's probably a lot of books on that. Yes. We should actually, you know what? Let's look that up. Let's find out. Not right now though. Anyway. Okay. So Libra is, as we've pointed out, very gullible. Yeah. Very impressionable. So they're going to believe in what Gemini says and does. Right. So they're not going to doubt their own judgment. And a Gemini is actually going to respect Libra's need to like run around and flirt with everybody and be loved by everyone. Because that's the only way they can feel accepted. Exactly. Not only that, I think that... A Gemini, the two-sided, one of them is going to be like, I like that I have to chase you, but I like that I know I'm coming home with you. Yeah. So there's a duality there. Security there. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they're giving each other their own freedoms. So I think that that is going to build a lot of trust between these two, which I think is a great foundation to any relationship. So while they'll have issues with some communication, I think the trust will really take it away. As far as like how they handle their emotions, you know, Libra is going to be searching like, the depth of the oceans for their emotions, right? While Gemini is just like flies around. It's like, I'm going to go discover something new. Yeah. They don't even like think about their emotions at all. I think it's a fleeting moment and they don't even, 
Gemini's not they even, need the feeling wheel. Dude, Gemini's not even going to know they're in love until like it just smacks them in the face. Yes. Right? So like, but like neither one of them are super emotional. So the problem develops when they talk too much about their emotions. Oh, because then they over talk about it. And exactly. there's not really emotions at that. Yeah, that well, and then none of them actually stop to feel anything. Like they're just sitting there talking about how we should feel and how we think we feel, but we don't actually feel. And what they read in a doc or saw in a documentary. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just weird. So they, they remain like kind of detached and distant until Libra falls in love. Right. And then the Gemini and then like they'll follow Gemini everywhere. Yeah. So and that's what Gemini wants. Gem- Gemini yeah. likes the ego stroke. Like that's what they, they like. Codependent partner. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not always the perfect couple because can anyone really be perfect with Gemini? Ilana? No. Okay. I thought it was a rhetorical nope. question. <laughs> nope. That was me staring at you being like, we know what Ilana, how Ilana no, feels about people. this. So, but their signs do support each other. So if Libra has trouble being alone and doing things alone, Gemini doesn't understand, right? Libra lacks personal boundaries and will often let Gemini lead the way. Gemini will have to be the caretaker of Libra. You got to find time to like respect your limits put time together and then time apart because yeah. that's the only way that your relationship is really going to make it through is with balance. And that balance really like, remember, remember this. If you don't remember anything from this podcast, your relationship is going to be a roller coaster. It's going to go up and down and back and forth. And you're going to do spins and spirals and all the gross stuff that makes you throw up everywhere. <laughs> that means you're going to reach points in your relationship where you don't love yourself anymore. Yeah. Okay. So you can't be a good partner unless you turn around and you figure out what's going on in in your heart and in your body and in your soul and how you're changing. And you may not be able to communicate that in a healthy way until you actually turn inward. So remember, take time for yourself because alone time is really important. Yeah. Especially for these two because they're, well, Gemini is highly independent and then Libra is not really that independent, but they need to be independent in order to figure out who they are and what they need. Otherwise they just kind of become like a Pisces and they, or a cancer and they're basically the same person right. as a partner because they're just a support system at that point. Yes, exactly. I would they're the them, person who stays at home and makes sure the house is clean. Yeah. I would yeah. give them an eight out of 10. I think that they're not perfect because I don't think that they challenge each other a lot of the times in the ways that they could, because I think ge- that Libra sort of lets Gemini, I don't even think that they let them do their thing because they're a lot stronger than people give them credit for, but they definitely pretend to let them do their thing. And I think that Gemini doesn't learn. So I think I like them better with maybe like a sag, but I really like them. I like that you picked this match because I think that then the number one thing I like about it is they don't have to date me. But number two, (laughs) I think that Gemini really needs a partner that humors them, that kind of goes... I like how you're all quirky and eccentric and you do a lot of different things. That's something I'm attracted to because the rest of us are like, what the hell are you doing? Like you're all over the place. They're they're the type of person that cannot walk a straight line. No. Yes. And they, they don't take authority well. So it's good to be with a Libra because they present things in a very calm and diplomatic way that the Gemini actually respects. I actually think that they fall really deeply in love with each other. I I think think that would be really cute. I want to go to their wedding. Do you, I mean, do you know any couples that are Libra and Gemini? I can't think of one off the top of my head. Like that. I know in person, maybe it's because I I don't have a lot of Gemini friends. All all my Gemini friends are single. (laughs) No surprise there. Let me guess they're men too. Actually, no, one of them is married. She got married. Okay. She got married later yes, in life. The woman. Yeah, she got married later in life. She was in her fifties when she got married. I have no idea what her husband is. Interesting. Not the slightest clue. But yeah. I know that he's he's the caretaker of the home. Mm. So you know that, it's that's maybe that's, he's a Libra. Yeah, I don't know. It could Who be. Knows? Yeah. Libra yeah. are good at making that money. Yeah. Alana, what's your next pick? Okay. This one you're going to like because you don't have to date them. Ooh. Taurus and Cancer. Oh, my God. Get I put them your off two faves together. Get them off the just map. To, just to do that for you. So we love a good 
earth water combo, obviously, because water and earth, they make new land. Plants. They, they live together. It's great. Plants. Yeah. So why we love is match so much. First off, so much trust. So much trust. And these are two signs. Maybe, maybe blind trust. <laughs> maybe. But these two base their entire relationship on the feel of their partner. And they're both super sensitive. So that works really well because they respect each other's emotions and they can communicate really well about their emotions to each other. And they have the same goals too, which is love, family, home, and all that earth, water sign stuff that sometimes I get and sometimes I don't. They also have a lot of common interests. So their relationship is definitely not boring, even though you think so, <laughs> but it isn't. They're the type that can sit together in total silence and it's cool because they have good food and TV, but they can also go to museums, talk about documentaries, yada, yada, yada. They can travel together. They can do an art project together because they just get each other. Well, what you're saying is they don't need anybody else. No, that's not healthy. Well, no, I don't know about that, <laughs> but yeah, sometimes. Okay, so there's a theory, and I'm not sure if you know this, but people think these two signs are kind of asexual. Like, yes, Taurus is sensual and Cancer is loving, but they aren't known for their fiery skills. However, when these two get together, it's on. On? It's on. It's like, on. Like, like Donkey Kong? Yeah. It is on. Like, they they just, it's like, I don't know. What do you want to compare it to? It's just star-crossed lover, Romeo and Juliet, fiery sex life, just boom. Boom. It's just Boom. So Taurus Which is, by the way, coming out for a second season. They just released that. God, I'm not <laughs> wanting to watch that. I can't. Confuses me. But you will. <laughs> okay. So Taurus is a sign for love and physical pleasure. Ruled by Venus. Remember, we always talk about this. While Cancer wants to be loving and close. So together, it's a good time all around. Very trusting, very sensual, all that stuff. Things so that like. So much love. Things that just make me vomit. But also, I look at it. And I'm like, that's very sweet. But remember, Taurus is stubborn. So fucking stubborn so cancer is gonna have to learn to back off a little because yeah they aren't gonna win with the taurus tantrum brigade type thing that they do and i don't think the cancer is gonna take a liking to it nor they're gonna you know a lot of us are like whatever let them have their moment they're gonna be like oh my god what's wrong let's talk about this i can't believe you're so upset you don't do that with a taurus you back no. hell off no you, you like a ticking time you like literally <laughs> run the other direction do not approach a taurus when they're having a tantrum it is very scary luckily cancers are super compassionate and they're good listeners so it tends to work out fine if they give the taurus space because then they can come back and instead of shaming them like a Virgo would. They're like, oh my God, honey, what's wrong? Can we talk about it? Do you want to talk about it? And the Taurus is like, I do kind of want to talk about it. I had a really hard day, okay? I didn't get the snack I wanted (laughs) at work. Oh my God. Someone cut me in line at the food court. (laughs) If you you guys could see her pantomiming right now, it's freaking ridiculous. It's just like, (laughs) I didn't have enough sage when I was at the store and my crystals weren't charged. Taurus and Cancer (laughs) are the rulers of the entire warm, earthy, emotional world. So they take really good care of one another and they both value and they love peace. They love all that hippy-dippy stuff. So since the moon is a ruler of the sign of cancer and ranks high with Taurus, they both deeply value all things the moon represents, which we know, once again, family, compassion, understanding, and bliss. Because we know that the moon is a very deep emotional sign. Overall, this is a super gentle, loving, did I mention that already? Yes, I did. Warm and supportive duo. Yes, they have to get used to the different ways they operate because one of them is a bit stubborn and moody and one is moody and sensitive, but I think that they'll make it work. What would you rate this match? I guess a nine out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm going to say the same thing that you just said because I don't have to date them. Um, But also, I just... I think this is going to be now granted you already said that I think it's boring so I'm not going to repeat that but I just I feel like if we went over to their home we wouldn't want to leave no it would be so I mean 
warm cookies, good smells. The TV would be playing probably like Frank Sinatra. Everything would be pretty light, sparkly lights. Right. They'd probably Ooh. have like mold wine or like, mm. you know, something. And then they would like wrap, wrap you in like this fuzzy blanket <laughs> and be like, oh, you're cold? Let me warm you. And then they would Let be like, start a fire. <laughs> yeah, do you like some slippers? Let me start a Because really, fire. If, you don't, if you don't put slippers on, we're going to get really pissed off because we have to keep a clean, tight household <laughs> around here. Cancer's like, it's fine. Get your dirty, is like, no. Get your dirty shoes. Get your dirty ass shoes off Ugh. this house. Ew. That's just Virgo. Ew. <laughs> Virgo walks in. <laughs> what the fuck? Gross. <laughs> and then the snacks. Oh, my God, the snacks. Like, could you imagine? It would be charcuterie, charcuterie boards. boards yep. Like, the finest cheese ever they probably uh, got almost, it from their trip to france i literally heard the finest sheets and i'm thinking like oh yeah their guest house is gonna be the 100 percent. i would love to be a guest there yeah. i think that they probably have a really loving household and i once again cancer's the one that's gonna put up with taurus you know what their taurus kids would probably turn out like really well-functioning adults i think so yeah, yeah because they'd have a good balance of logic and emotion and also taurus knows how to calm cancer the fuck down because they'll call them out on their moods like they're not the type it, cancer also will throw a little temper tantrum and they are not the type that will ignore it they'll be like what the hell is going on sit down we're going to talk right now they're very direct so i think that'd be really really important for cancer because cancer could be a lot of partners that's like i'm not dealing with you i'm gonna walk away i don't want to deal with this bullshit yeah taurus will not do that they they approach it head on they want to fix it immediately because they don't want the drama even though they're Oof. really dramatic <laughs> Oof. Oof. so yeah what's your next couple Ooh. is it fiery i it's feel like it's fiery, fiery. i've okay, done i've done a lot of air and now we're moving on to fire i'm gonna Kay. go with aries and sex. Ooh, I love this match. I know you oh my do. God. Oh, I want to watch them. Like they're totally Bonnie and Clyde. I need to watch them. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so for starters, like awesome bond. Okay. Yes. They're literally going to be friends forever. There's a mutual understanding that is like so deep that even if they lack physical attraction, they would gladly substitute it with a life spent with this kind of intellectual relationship. Yeah. Okay. So super stimulating when they're together, they make each other feel like nothing is impossible. Okay. The signs are ruled by Mars and Jupiter, which means that they could have some disagreements on their convictions. And if their beliefs differ too much, it's going to be really challenging. However, you know, I think that since neither of them have the ability to let their convictions go, that might be a little bit of a problem. I see a lot of hate sex, a lot of fighting. Oh my like God. A lot of making up, makeup sex is what I should say, not hate sex. Okay. Yeah. Don't you say H word. I don't like the H word. Sorry, but I could see them doing this a lot. But I love the fact that both of these signs are totally aware of the excessive need for honesty in their life. Yeah. But they're <laughs> both super blunt. They oh are. God, that yeah. That would be really yeah. hard to watch. But it's like they don't have to talk too much to understand each other. Right. But And they can easily spot when the other is lying. Yeah. Which is unique. Yes. Yeah. So problems will come up when they have different views on the seriousness and depth of their relationship where SAG usually sees Aries as like a short term partner and oh. are more likely to cheat, but they won't call it cheating. <laughs> And exploratory Aries, dating right and then Aries values their relationship more and would jump to their possessive nature and then never trust the egg again so if they can oh. actually find a way I mean they know that they need this yeah they know that they have the power to call each other out so I think that this bond works best a little bit later in life mm. when you've actually gone through heartbreak and you've like experienced you know what infidelity does in a relationship and you're ready to kind of grow up and move on yeah I think that's when this relationship really really thrives because they know that they're not going to fuck around yeah right as far as here you go this is what we're going to talk about so Sagittarius they kind of make a joke out of everything right especially sexually yes and Aries take sex pretty seriously oh my god so serious so what is Sag going to do make a joke Right. Ugh. So it's like Ugh. they're both fire signs. They're super passionate. 
each one in their own way. Aries likes action, new things, and of course, naked people. But I love the fact that like Sagittarius is able to break down this wall of like super strict sexual tension and kind of lead them to a more relaxed zone. Yeah, that's true. And have more fun with it. Exactly. Because that's what sex is supposed to be. It doesn't have to be so serious. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah, it does not. It, I like actually laugh when it's, when like it's when too it's, serious. Yes! I know I laugh. Like I've had guys that are like, okay, like we're going to like role play. I'm like, okay. And then they get like really serious and I start laughing. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Right? Like, I can't handle this right now. Oh my God. I'm so like, I, I I will never be an actress because I cannot do that. Because I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me? You want me to do what? I did it a few times and I was like, I don't think I can continue this. It's too weird. It's super weird. It's, too weird. it's super weird. <laughs> but okay. So let's talk about like their emotional stability. Okay. So when they fall in love. It's super deep and sincere, and I think it's almost possible for people around them to warm up being around them. Like so, in like the middle of winter, they're just exactly. warming everyone up well, around. Well, think them. about it. They're two fire signs, and they're all like canoodling. It's like you know, you you want to. Yeah. You're like a moss drawn to a flame with them. Yeah, and they're really like they're just really inspiring to be around. Right. So we see this love as something that will last a lifetime, or as long as their respect for one another's personal needs, individuality, <laughs> and distance they may need from one another is respected. So I think this element works from the heart and you can kind of like, you can just feel it like in your chest, yeah. right? I think, I think the chakra is the heart chakra, but I don't know. Oh, we should mark that down. We yeah, should talk about chakras, right? So their emotions are super active, warm, and they're always on the mood. So this is definitely a couple with a shitload of potential, right? They might have to stand up to their environment, you know, and defend their feelings from others. But I don't think this is going to shake them up too much because neither of them really give a shit about anyone else's opinion. No, they really don't. Right. So they could become one of the warmest relationships in the Zodiac. But like I said, my advice, always tell the truth to each other. Okay. And do not go crazy about those differences. Differences are the thing that makes our life. I'm learning this from you. (laughs) It makes it special. Like you're allowed to be different. Like. Just take a breath, you know? I don't know. What do you rate them? Or do you want to talk about it and then rate? You want to talk about it? I think I cut you off. I, no, I would rate them a nine, but I'm going to, I'm going to say that my issue, the only reason I wouldn't give them a 10 out of 10 is because I don't see them always having the best communication when it comes to where they stand in their relationship. Because I could see they're being open relationship, but there was never communication about it. And then they're both confused <laughs> and they're like, they're out like with friends and they're like, so what do you, where do you guys stand? And like, oh, we're dating other people and each other. And then the Aries is like, wait, what? And the Sagittarius says, yeah, remember that happened? And the Aries is like, oh, I guess that happened. Just a lot of manipulation there. But I do really like them together. I think they're probably the couple that like you go to, I don't like the aunt and uncle that you get together with and they've done all of this travel and they're like on their way to their next adventure. Like maybe they're like, they totally bring you back souvenirs. Yeah, and yeah. you're like they're telling you about all their fun trips, and they just have this very like I want to walk into their home. It's gonna be full of like artifacts. Yes, very adventurous couple, probably really eclectic, probably a lot of different like textiles and like fake furs, and it I don't know. Me, honestly, it kind of reminds me of your aunt. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah, there are Pisces and an Aries, but I always say she's like more of an Aries to me when I think of two. Fires. Isn't she a cusp? She's a cusp, yeah. yeah. But I always think of just this eclecticness and this really fun energy to be around that it's, it, it's very inspiring also I could see them being really cuddly and loving towards one another which is something Sagittarius really needs because they need emotion yeah that makes them grounded Aries needs it too but Aries needs it to like They're feel like better about them yeah. yeah yeah I still love Aries I love Aries to death but I like this match I think it's great I do too yeah all right what's your next match so this is a two-parter I'm going to say the first couple and then I'm going to throw in the second couple really fast because you know what the second couple is. Oh, I'm going to know it as soon as you say it. As soon as I say it. So ready? 
Go. I'm doing Virgo and Scorpio and and and, and Virgo and Pisces <laughs> because I feel like I have to do that because you're married to a Pisces. I'm married to a Pisces and we both love that duo. So, but I had to do Scorpio because I honestly think it's, it's a better match. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I want to do both here. So with the Virgo Pisces match, I want us both to talk about it, but okay. I'm going to talk about Virgo Scorpio first. Okay. 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 Oh, Virgo and Scorpio, Jackie's favorite. Also shout out to my parents, the OG Virgo and Scorpio <laughs> match. So why this relationship is great is truly because of the big three trust, respect, and sexual chemistry. That's important. I know. It, it's uh. yeah both these signs trust no one not even themselves but they seem to trust each other and here is why they're both super picky super judgy and their mutual feel of betrayal leads them to think okay this person is also pretty selective so i can get down with this <laughs> you're super picky and you picked me yeah <laughs> they, they trust each other's judgment that's important their communication it's also some of the best in the Zodiac because while Virgo, ruled by Mercury, planet of communication, is super chatty, Scorpio has selective speech. They, they will speak when it's important. So they listen to each other in this really beautiful way that I think is different than anything you've seen, especially for Scorpio, because a lot of people don't listen to Scorpio. They think that they're being dramatic and that they don't come from a rational place. Virgo doesn't see it that way at all. Virgo actually sees it as them being some of the more rational people out there and they listen very intently like it's their last well breath. i still think scorpios are some of the best listeners in the zodiac yeah they're really listeners they have gave great advice as well oh did i say scorpio i meant virgo oops <laughs> <laughs> so scorpio sees right through virgo and virgo sees right through scorpio one of the only signs that can see through scorpio because scorpio is really annoying anyways they oh also God, have yeah. great nonverbal communication if you know what i mean a uh, horizontal shuffle yeah, I mean, like, Scorpio can get Virgo out of their head. And let me I tell know. you, Virgo, when they're in their head, is just so bland and boring. But when they're out of their head, it's it's magic. Because I know, I miss it. It's like, if you let a screaming animal out of a cage, okay, what happens? It just charges out there. Ah, that's what Virgo's like. Yeah, yeah, okay, 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 okay. I, I, you know what? I feel like I'm not like that in the bedroom with Scorpio. <laughs> but I'm just going to, you, you know what? You're probably right. Yeah. So... Yeah. So sexually, Scorpio gets Virgo out of their head and into the bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Virgo is so in their heads, and they need a sign that calms them down and brings them into the moment. Scorpio, obviously, the water sign that they are, are super emotional, and they want to satisfy their partners. Virgo likes this enthusiasm. Now, the only thing here is that these two can get into situationships, and that hurts Virgo's feelings because they have egos. Yes, we do. Situationships hurt us the most as Virgo because our egos are so hurt, and we feel like, why the fuck wouldn't you want to be with me i would fix you pretty you're much. not gonna find anyone better than me it's not even like i've been rejected it's like you rejected me i'm the best but also then you're I mean, sad I, and you go into a hole i know i did kind of feel that way but then i yeah just so everyone's aware since you can't see me i'm currently in like a cashew position on the couch because i can't roll over and get in the fetal position because i'm having ptsd <laughs> yeah i'm like a little cashew look at me i have never like, heard such a term <laughs> but isn't it is like, that because you were just eating cashew cheese oh my god no but it's like i mean <laughs> I, I was definitely in a situation ship with a Scorpio back in Florida. And oh my God, it was one of the most liberating things I think that I've done for myself in a very, very long time. Um, Alana calls him the palate cleanser. Yes. I've had a, I've also had a situation ship with yes. three or four Scorpio and I mean, they're fine, whatever. I don't know. I was confused to be honest with you. But I, I was, I was very happy and I was very sad when it ended. So, well, Moving on. So they're both very <laughs> smart and they value that and they have really intense conversations and they challenge each other, but they both need to work on keeping their relationship exciting because it can get 
really critical and they can become resentful if it doesn't because honestly they can both really criticize each other and it definitely becomes a parent child complex we know who the parent is by the way Virgo if they can develop a really strong friendship this will be a lasting bond I would personally give an 8 out of 10 I would not give it a 9 out of 10 because I think it has some problems but what do you think I'm gonna agree with you not a 9 out of 10 no why I said, I'm going to agree with you. I know. Why wouldn't you give it a nine out of 10? Mm, because I've been with a Scorpio <laughs> and while I absolutely adore them and I feel I have this, maybe it's like the darkness in me, <laughs> right? <laughs> I hate that I'm saying that. I think every woman has a little bit of darkness in but her. But you guys but know, just to refresh your memory, Scorpio is ruled by Seth, 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 sex, sex death. death, and the underworld. Yeah. So I just... So the part of me is so drawn to that because it's so mysterious. And I think that because, because of all that chaos and inner turmoil and darkness, it like, I don't know, it like does something to me. Sexually. <laughs> well, yes, but also it's one of those, like I'm attracted to it. It's really, it's, a challenge. it's really unhealthy. Yeah. Cause I, of course I'm like, I can't fix you. Right. But now I'm 34 and I'm not trying to fix anybody right now because I'm, I want to get married and have babies. So. Anyway, then you can fix the babies. Right. But let's talk about <laughs> Virgo and Pisces. Aww. We're going to attack them on in there. So these are also opposing signs. They're six months apart. And I'm speaking right from the heart right now. Let's talk about the good stuff. And then we can like a little bit talk about the challenges and then we'll give it the rating. And I, my rating is very interesting here. So quick analysis, in my opinion, the reason that I love this couple so much is because we know so many Virgo Pisces. Oh my God, so many. <laughs> Virgo needs someone that will, number one, calm them down. Number two, put up with their bullshit because they're fucking mean. <laughs> number three, love them unconditionally. And number four, stroke their ego almost always because their ego's fake. It's all fake. So those are, and they also, oh, last thing, they need someone that will have fun with them and let them be quirky and silly because everyone thinks Virgo's really serious, but absolutely not the case. In fact, they're extremely, extremely strange and weird and quirky and they need someone that entertains that and doesn't keep them too serious. So I love them with water, but I really, really, really like them with Pisces. Yeah. I love the fact that like, I, I don't know about you, but do you, don't you just, no matter, no matter who the Pisces is, when you meet them, don't you just feel at home? Yes. And I want to hug them. Yes. And it's very strange. And I don't yes. understand why. I'm yes. like, well, can we just hug? I don't know why, but you need your energy to like absorb my energy right like, now. Like I, I, I mean, see right through you I mean, too. I, we have such an unconventional relationship, you, me and your husband. Yes. And so it's not like that guys. <laughs> no, it's not. First your bubble there. It, it, it is. Yeah. So, but it's like, I don't feel uncomfortable, no, I guess. I don't either. Cause he and I are like very touchy with each other. God, this is going to sound so like brother weird. and sister, yeah, like, like brother huggy. and sister. Like God, he, like he, out together. I know. Right. Like he picked me up today and was like bench pressing me. Like, yeah. it's like, that's the relationship we have, but I don't feel weird about it. No. Right. I don't either. Or like when we go over to your photographer's house, I can like just sit and talk to him forever because I'm like, you're Pisces. Yeah. And, and, and you're a dreamer. A Virgo. And you're a dreamer. And let's talk about like aliens or something <laughs> like, you know, it's just, I just love them. And you know, when I met, my last one, my ex, like as soon as we made eye contact, it was just like electric. I'm so drawn to them. There's a chemistry there that reminds me of a battery. It's the positive and the negative charge. And I think because they're opposing signs. The thing that's really magical about them 
besides sexually because sexually this is a match made in heaven for Virgo who needs someone who can be dominant but also really loving and also know how to talk but also know how to touch. I mean, it's everything that they want in a lover. Like if they can map it out, this and Scorpio are what they would put on the menu. Like yes. they need each other. And then Pisces likes Virgo because Virgo pushes them. So Pisces has all these really great ideas, right? But they don't have actually ever do anything with them half the time. So they need a sign that really pushes them and motivates them. And Virgo will do that. Now, sometimes a little bit aggressively and not very nicely. And so there can be fighting here. Back to the parent-child relationship. The I've seen it a hundred times. And the fighting gets really weird too. Really aggressive and mean. It's not physical. Well, but no, but Virgo gets really aggressive and mean. And Pisces just shuts down further and further. Completely and further. shuts down. And then yeah. becomes a victim and gets really like defensive and doesn't just go, you know what? That hurt my feelings. And so they're like, you're mean. Like they don't know how to just say, hey, I don't like that. Right. Because they're not that type of person. Right. So the way they can make it work is that they both get on the same page about what their strengths are and what their differences are. And they own those strengths and differences. If they can do that, it will be an amazing match. I give this match because I have been in many, I've been on five, four or five serious Pisces relationships. All my serious relationships. I don't know if you know this. We're Pisces. <laughs> so I'm I, rolling my eyes right now. Guys. Yeah. I would say if they're both in a place to love each other unconditionally, it's a 10. If, they are not. It is horrible. It's like a five because they will literally just they will. It's like passing ships in the night. They just clash and they will beat each other up and one will become a recluse and one will become the abuser. And it's not a good situation. So they need to get on the same page. If they become on the same page, their love will sparkle. People will be like, I want that. I want that partnership. Yeah, of course. But they're going to get in fights because that happens. Yeah. What do I you mean, rate it? On it? I'm going to actually I'm going to go with a 10 out of 10. Wow. Okay. And I'm going to stick to that because when it's good, it's really good. And when it's bad, there's something that each party learns from. That's so, true. So they want to learn. So when I went through my issues at the beginning of this year, um, it was devastating. Like, I don't think, I know I was I don't, there. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't think Alana has ever seen me that messed up for that long. No. The yeah. heartbreak from a Pisces is I've, I've gone through it. It's, it's rough. But I will it's let rough. you know that's like literally sitting here today. I am so happy that I went through that relationship because it really taught my robotic Virgo, like how to get in touch with their feelings, yeah. how to love people that I'm capable how to of be loving silly. People. You always said that you love that you could be silly with this person. And you never, ever told me that was something you wanted in a relationship until that person. Yeah. And also it's like being with someone that tells you that you're beautiful. You're wonderful every day. And they mean it. It's not just to say well, it. that's, that's a big deal. Like I don't think I could date anyone else. Cause I would need them to constantly say that. Well, <laughs> it would really also, stress me out. It's somebody who's going to support your dreams. Right. Yeah. So like, I also probably, there, I mean, there's a lot of people who supported me with going back to school, but he was a huge reason that I did because he's like, yeah. this is something you're really good. And I believe in you and I will be here to support you with they this. They are your cheerleaders and your champions. Yeah. Always. Pisces are always your cheerleaders and champions. Virgo is going to be that way as long as you actually follow through and you're realistic because they're going to be like, so how are you going to make that happen? Let me see the checklist. <laughs> like they're yeah. going to be realistic. Yeah. No, I, I honestly, I look back and even though it ended really bad, it was bad. Uh, I think that I came out on top and so I'm going to yep. give it a 10 out of 10. Yay. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. growth, man. I know. Growth. Right. Woman. <laughs> Sup. What's the last couple that we were going to talk about today? Because there's only one more couple that we're going to discuss, right? Yes. Okay. Go I ahead. think so. Is it? Just one. Yeah. Just one. Okay. I'm excited about this one. I Capricorn think I and Pisces. Yay. I know that we just did a whole Virgo Pisces thing. Whatever. But whatever. I love Cap and yeah, Pisces. Exactly. The best. So, Okay. 
if anyone can inspire Capricorn, it's going to be Pisces, right? They both care a lot about communication in their relationship. Their bond is actually going to allow them to stop talking though and start listening. Okay. Cause we all know that they're both like kind of shy in specific ways. So in order to get to know each other, they're going to have to be very careful and pay very close attention to each other. So I can see like problems coming up when Capricorn kind of gives into their like rigid opinions and beliefs. Cause you know how like Capricorns can get right. Oh yeah. They're just very like preachy. Oh God. High and mighty. Exactly. And you know, Pisces will rarely give up their belief system cause it's what they live for. Right. Yeah. They live in La La Land. I'm aware. Okay. Yes. <laughs> annoying. I, I know. We're all aware. Aliens. So, but <laughs> the funny part is, is Pisces will actually begin to question it and they'll feel lonely because of the lack of understanding from their partner. So what will be, will be, might turn into, I decide what will be. Mm, yeah. Okay. So we see that coming in. All right. So Cap and Pisces are also going to understand each other well enough though, to respect the relationship and keep it honest. Capricorn's a little rough though. So that might induce Pisces to tell a lie or two. I don't think it's going to be malicious. I think it's going to be out of fear. They do lie, huh? But it, I weird, think, random I stuff. Think, but it's out of fear. It's always out of fear and defensiveness, never out of malice. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So like the beauty of this relationship though, is that in their approach to trust when they, well, it's in their approach to trust when they realize like who they're dealing with. So like both partners, they don't really trust the world. So they don't really open up kind of like how we were talking about Virgo and yeah. Scorpio. So they're going to have to earn it from each other. And I think that day by day, that has to be a commitment, which I think is beautiful. I yeah. think people should always recommit to their partner every single day. So it might seem like a game though, or a competition to win over the trust of the other partner. Capricorn th- will make it into a fucking game. But I think, I think <laughs> that makes it fun. Maybe. Yeah. I do. Yeah. As long as, as long as it's not like manipulative. Right. Mm. So there is no better way for a Capricorn to relax than to get in bed with Pisces. Yeah. Okay. As we talked about, we love Pisces. We love Pisces in the sack. Like they do things for us. A1, man. Oh my God. They're so good. Mm -hmm. So, but it's like, okay, think about it. Capricorn is like super strict and rigid, right? Rational. Pisces, flexible and emotional. And silly. Okay. Yeah. Right. But super confident about their beliefs. These differences, I think are going to make a really, really strong attraction. Almost as if they're opposing. Yeah. We know they're not, but it's almost as if they're opposing. And I think that comes from the water earth element. So it's not a matter of compassion in this relationship. So it's like Pisces can reach emotional depth of Capricorn through like touching them. Yeah. We've had so many talks on this podcast about like the empathy that we feel from Pisces when they like touch us. Right. It's Yeah. And Capricorn, I feel like touch for them is how they express themselves well because they don't really emotionally no they're really unemotional they're like and it's obvious like their coldness is obvious so I feel like even though they come from very different places they will ground their affections and find a way to show them through physical contact okay I think that's gonna be really really important in this relationship Capricorn's gonna start to feel a little bit more casual Pisces and be a little bit more confident and if they stay together for long enough I think they'll make the perfect blend of stability trust and emotional excitement Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Emotional excitement for sure. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of emotions, I kind of don't agree with that, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Speaking of emotions, though, it's like I think they're going to share a really deep bond that they're going to build upon for years, right? So this is the most wonderful side of their relationship. It's consistent growth and their ability to bring out the best in each other. I love this. I absolutely love this. Capricorn is so fucking stuck up. Like, <laughs> they're so stuck up. They're so rigid. They're so regimented. So many they're, rules. Like, yeah. And Pisces is just like, 
Why like are you doing that? Like Capricorn of the type where you ask them something like, okay, when are we going to do it? What is the plan? It's always putting the cart before the horse and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa we're just talking. Yeah. And I think Pisces is definitely the opposite of that. Well, yeah. So I can see I a mean, little bit of friction there. Uh, of course Capricorn's like super grumpy and Pisces is like flaky and unreliable it's like how <laughs> like are you kidding me of course there's gonna be problems right but it's like when they're set in their ways that's when it becomes like super annoying to each other Capricorn doesn't get how magical Pisces is and Pisces just continues to like disappoint reliable earthy Capricorn yeah so okay? they need to work on that right exactly so like the relationship between the two tells a story about the possibilities if Capricorn ends up being pulled into like a crazy love story that's exciting and predictable, it's going to happen with Pisces. Cap needs to offer Pisces stability, peace, and some rest for their emotional tornadoes. Okay. <laughs> Pisces has to have an earth sign. They have to have an earth sign. Okay. Capricorn benefits from this relationship though, because Pisces helps them get in touch with their feelings. You'll feel more cheerful, optimistic about yourself. Like it just I just love this so much. I really do. As much as I just want to keep the Pisces all to ourselves, it is what it is. I don't know. Like, what do you rate them? I'm going to say like a 7.5 out of 10 because I could see there being some issues here with communication and Capricorn getting irritated with Pisces. But, and I've seen a few people in this relationship. I know of a couple that isn't married. Well, I don't know if they're married yet, but they're engaged. And... I think he can be quite domineering over her. He's the Capricorn and she kind of just like goes with it. So that's where I get a little bit concerned of the, the Pisces losing themselves a little bit. But I think that the, once again, the Capricorn will help the Pisces actually accomplish things and pursue their dreams. And Pisces need purpose. They need creativity. And Capricorn's like, okay, let's make that happen. Also, I do think Pisces can soften a Capricorn and Capricorn need that. Oh, my gosh. But I don't agree that worth, that Earth needs water. I think that water signs go really well together. They're sickeningly cute together. I think water needs Earth. Maybe. Oh, yeah. In a business relationship. But I think that I think that water and water can be really beautiful together as a love match. I don't know. I just threw up in my mouth thinking about it. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> I've God. I've seen it. It's, it's really, really cute. So that couple feelings. that you love from like Love is Blind or whatever – they were freaking cancer. Oh, were they like a Cancer to Pisces or a Scorpio? She's a Scorpio. It's and a Scorpio to Cancer. Yes. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. Yeah. I love that they're still together too. I think that's wonderful. Of course, they're freaking water signs. They do really well together. You didn't we even just watched that freaking show. I can't believe you just pulled I that out of your up, ass. I looked up their freaking signs. Okay. You looked them up while I was watching the reunion, <laughs> yeah. didn't you? Oh my god. I like to know these things. That's freaking ridiculous. What Ugh. do you think that it would be? Well, I'm gonna. I like solid numbers. Okay. Because you know. I'm going to go with eight. I'm going to go with eight. Okay. And eight. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because I have to like give like I got to round up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's mostly because I don't want to date a Capricorn. <laughs> I do. But I'm also married. So maybe in my re- next life. I really, really don't. I, I found d- it was such a loving, supportive relationship. The only issue I had with the Capricorns, I've dated a few of them, is that work stomped on the relationship but at the time I don't think that I valued work the way that I do now so maybe I would have respected that more but I just wanted more attention and I think that that really does come from you know either a Taurus or a water sign yeah because Virgo man's not going to do that for I me. need <laughs> attention I need my ego strokes like yeah. I have to have that I want I want to be able to text me and be like why are you paying attention to me and have them be like oh my god I'm so sorry how's your day right 
you don't get to have from a Capricorn. You no. just don't. They're, <laughs> you like, don't. they're like, what is wrong with you? No, they'll send you like a love letter in the morning and that's it for the day. Oh my <laughs> God. They're like, don't you have to like, don't you have work to go to? Yeah. Like, can't you just be doing something? To be something? fair, they're correct. Right? <laughs> and I'm just like, I have been working all day and I just really wanted to say hi. And they're like, that seems impractical. I'll book you for 10 p.m. and we can have a lunch. Oh we can have a late, late lunch. <laughs> a late lunch. Because I have to get back to work in two hours and oh then go God. to dinner. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a very late lunch, 10 p.m. <laughs> oh my God. So there, those are our favorite couples in the Zodiac. There obviously are some others that we didn't really get to. I love Gemini and Sagittarius. I love Scorpio and Cancer. Obviously, we're just highlighting some. If you would like us to talk about another duo, please let us know. And I want to remind you, when it comes to couples... Look at the other parts of your chart. Yes. Remember, this is just sun sign compatibility because everyone has been begging for compatibility. Yeah, and we're like, well, we'll do Ugh. something. The worst couple in the Zodiac we're going to do next. And when I say worst, I mean the ones we're not as much a fan of. That can still work, by the way. If other things in your chart are compatible, then that's a, probably a good match for you. I would say these are just our least favorite. These so we do like our favorite cosmic couples yeah. and our least favorite yeah. matches. And these are our favorite. But send us in who you think your favorite cosmic couples are not who you think who you believe are your favorite cosmic couples we would be very interested to know yeah maybe yeah. we'll do an episode on what everyone submits and see how we feel yeah absolutely yeah now it is time for just questions what <laughs> yeah we we're doing just questions today oh yeah okay <laughs> and this time I'm just going to ask you questions because I didn't ask the audience. Oh my God, shit. So I'm going to ask you questions. And <laughs> Is this the surprise you were going to pull on me? Yeah. You're such an asshole. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you questions and you have to give quick answers. And then I will disagree or agree with you because I'm a loud mouth and I have to do that. Oh okay. my God. Ready? I, you guys, I'm blushing right now. It's I'm about, so on the spot. It's about romance. Okay. okay ready? Great. Okay. Ready? How do you feel about Aries and Leo together? I think they're great. Why? Because, be that quick. <laughs> because they're fire and fire. And I think that they're both going to stroke each other's ego. I think they will end up fighting and disagreeing with one another. But I think ultimately they're going to be a power duo. Okay. Where are the challenges there? Oh, you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Challenges are going to lie in communication. They're okay. both, they're both hotheads and they both are attention seekers. What is your actual favorite couple in the Zodiac? Like if you had to pick one, oh. not for you in general, of the ones you talked about today, maybe, or one that we haven't mentioned. Oh my God. She's very intently looking like a cashew and thinking about this. I'm starting to visualize her as a cashew. It's kind of weird, but also I kind of want cashew butter now. I could see Aquarius and Sagittarius. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Wait, was that one of our? No, I don't okay. believe so. I no. hope not. No, it was Leo um, and Aqua. Okay. I thought, well, I was initially going to say Leo and I was like, I think we already said that. But I'm not That's sure. okay. You're allowed to say the same um, couple. Yeah. No, I, I do. I think, I think. That is my favorite because it's fun to see what they do to each other. Hmm. Like not in like a malicious way. I just yeah. think in the same way that Virgo and Pisces, like the way that they change each other for the better when it's right. I I can see Aquarius and Sagittarius. I mean, think about it. They end in us, right? Yeah. Aquarius, Sagittarius. Oh like, whatever, God. Right. I've and never they, thought of that, but that's crazy. Okay. So there wow. you go. I didn't even, you, you just what? pulled that out of your ass didn't you? I will hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent along with a pumpkin. I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> that was weird. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, that's what's going all over. Okay. It's fall. Like that's literally oh, all God, over. I got it, got it, got it. Yes. People are, Who white people, people are sitting on pumpkins. What season it's going to be. Ooh. Oh my God. Um, Capricorn and Taurus. Ew. Now remember, that's my grandma and grandpa. I, I don't give a shit. Great. I'm glad that your grandma and grandpa had a beautiful marriage. However, 
I don't like either of these signs together. Why? Because I don't think there's going to be sensitivity and like, I, granted, I know that Taurus is ruled by Venus. I understand Taurus that. Taurus is very sensitive. Right? Yeah, very right? loving. Okay. This is going to be a problem. This is going to be a really big problem. Cap- we actually know a lot of people with this match. I think about it. A like, lot of people that we know. Like Capricorn is, they're just too robotic. They really are. Unless they're like in touch with like their themselves and they've done the work, they're going to, they're, they're not going to understand Taurus and Taurus is going to get super frustrated because cancer or because Capricorn is going to be so focused on work and they're going to demand the attention that they want because they want them to come home because they made them dinner. It's going to end up like with a lot it of happened. fights. <laughs> it's going to end up with a lot of fights. This is what I see. I see a lot of misunderstandings. Interesting. I don't see fights. I don't see fights. I see a lot of, I see a lot of peace actually because they're on the same page, but maybe you just haven't seen it yet. Mm. No, no, whatever. I've seen a few of them and I think that they're really fun together. They do a lot of fun things together. Very planned out. And the house is always in tip top shape and they have the best food and the best experiences. Mm. I, I don't know. When you're one. around another earth sign, don't you just feel like someone gets you though? Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I do. <laughs> I feel that way about Virgos. Like mm. when I'm with other Virgos, I feel like I can really like let my Virgo freak out. Like when, whenever we your go, vicious Virgo fly. Like whenever we go to your photographers, yeah. you know, they live in uh, Redondo beach. The immediate thing that I do before or like in the middle of the shoot I grab all the boxes and I start organizing them <laughs> and they let me because they understand that I need that because I'm a Virgo she likes that she's a Virgo too I do yeah. yeah awesome and then my last couple that I'm going to talk about is Cancer and Scorpio actually let's do that Cancer and Scorpio okay this is a <laughs> lot of jealousy and a lot of emotions and if they ever leave the house <laughs> yellow leave the house oh you know what they probably they probably have a boathouse. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know if I see Scorpio on a boat. They that live in like they dark. live in Seattle on Lake Union in Seattle. a boathouse. In a boathouse. I like, don't know if Cancer's living see. in Seattle. I think Cancer's living in like Florida or something. I'm not really sure. I have to think about that. I know they like tropical stuff. Am I thinking of Cancer? Or am I thinking of another sign? I'm I thinking think of another sign. I think of Sagittarius. Or cancer you're thinking likes- of like Tropic of Cancer, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm thinking. No, you know what? Cancer's more like Swiss Alps. Yeah, that was not the right one. Where, where were you going with that? I think they probably live in a cottage in the woods, or like in a little like country. They house. definitely have a garden. Definitely have a garden. Definitely yeah. have a garden. Have to be tending to something. Probably do seances in the weekends. Um, they definitely have cats and dogs, possibly goats. Probably uh, more so cats, because these are cat people for I, sure. I mean, I can see that with a dog. I could see them with a dog. Like a good medium size. Maybe dog. if Leo brought over their pet, but like I don't see cancer. With. I see Scorpio with a dog. Okay. Yes, All right. I do. Oh, your dad, Sasha. That's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Florida man and his dog, Coda. Um, yeah. Your ex, yeah. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. My ex, yeah. Mark. And Reese. Like, come on, man. Okay. Fine. 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 That's but cancer and a dog. Because a dog is the only one that cancer or that Scorpio is going to open up to. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> like, that is a bond that you cannot. No, they love animals no more than people. Oh, yeah. And they're really intuitive with animals and they, they they're really good at they, training animals they too. They say that they can, like, oh, they can know what they're talking about. It's kind of deep. I mean, they touch some of the animals like me. <laughs> I mean, the Scorpio in my chart is literally like my Pluto, but sometimes I feel like I can talk to animals. That's my Pluto. Too. I, sit, I sit and talk to Winnie all the time. <laughs> she like loves slash hates my dog. It's really funny. Ugh, we we have these like great discussions about why he won't stop barking. And, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's a but she also puts him like in her comfy and his little head pops up. He's like, Beep. yes, yes. I love snuggling with him when he's nice and calm and like we nuzzle and. 
yeah but then other times he's just like bark, 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 and i'm like i'm gonna throw you across the room like a Sagittarius. yeah oh. yes and apparently we both have the same rising sun and the same moon according to ilana <laughs> so it's like oh my Pet god astrology is going to be an episode i just want you to know i've thought this through many times <laughs> so oh, whose pets are we gonna do we're just gonna talk about pets in general oh we'll talk about god. it later okay do you want to take it away? All we'll right. With all the questions. Of course. Thanks for surprising me with that one, Ilana. Of course. As always, we're super happy that you listened to this. If you made it to the end, thank you so much. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at The Vicious Virgos. Please make sure to follow our sponsor at Just Girl Project. If you haven't already, please get your Just Girl Project self-care book. Yep. Seriously. Please order it. Yep. Or if it's already out, order it. I don't know when this is coming out. That's why I said just get it. <laughs> just get it. Just Link get is it. Link in bio in The Just Girl yeah, Project. Yeah, dude. Can they get it on Amazon? They get it everywhere. Dude. Amazon, Target, Walmart, no Barnes & Noble. No excuse. Anthropology. No excuse. It's no excuse. literally everything that Nationwide, we talk about. Nationwide, worldwide. Everything that we talk about here as far as like real world issues. So like situationships, friendships, love, like all of that. You're going to find the answers to that in the book. Yeah. So please go ahead, purchase that. And other than that, please do us a favor and remember to stay vicious. Bye. And we all just want to feel, want to be real. Yeah, we all just